Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So you've got a new rifle, a new shotgun, a new pistol, a new firearm of some kind. What do you need to do to break it in? On today's episode, we're going to answer that question in detail. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to do what might be the most controversial episode I have ever done. We're going to talk about how do you break in a new firearm, how do you break in a new barrel, what do you need to do, what do you need to know. Now, if you search the internet, you Google this question, the answers that you get are going to be all over the place. I mean, they will vary from literally just do nothing at all, take it out of the box and shoot it, to you need to take a shot, you need to take a shot, and you need to thoroughly clean that gun with patches and wire brushes and till it's spotless, then take one shot and then thoroughly clean it again with patches and brushes and dry it and take it out and then take another and then repeat that 10 times. And after you spent two hours doing that, then you fire two shots and then you clean it and the whole thing over again. Wire brush, patches, solvent, copper solvent, literally three stages of solvent plus the wire brush. Then take two more shots. And once you've done that five times, then you take three shots and then you repeat the entire cleaning procedure. And then once you've, ta you, you've taken three shots five times, then you graduate to taking five shots. And then you repeat the entire three-step cleaning procedure with regular solvent, with copper solvent, with CLP, with wire brush, multiple patches. And then you take 10 shots and you re repeat, and 10 more shots and repeat, and then 10 more shots. And after the third grouping of 10 shots, you give it a thorough cleaning and then 
it is broken in. And, you know, you're looking at stuff that is just literally goes from nothing to absolute extremism. And, you know, here's what people say. Here's what people say that are defending the extremist stuff. They're saying, well, you know what? You, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. You know, there's no negative. There's no downside to it. Why risk it? Why risk not doing all this and ruining, ruining the barrel, ruining the gun? The people on the other side of the argument, they say, what, are you crazy? You don't need to do any of that. There's, there's no reason. There's no data. There's no nothing. Just take it out of the box and shoot it. So what do you need to know? What's a new hunter need to know? What does any human being that buys a new firearm need to know about breaking in a barrel, breaking in a gun? Well, I have, I've been on a journey when it comes to this topic. And that's why I'm going to address it today. I have been on a journey. I have, I have started at one extreme. I have moved to the other extreme and I have been on a journey for, I don't know, 10, 15 years on this topic, trying to see, search it out. And I recently, I had a moment of clarity. I had an, an epiphany, if you will. And so, you know, rather than just tell you the whole story, I'm just going to boil this down, simplify it, give you guys the clearest, to the point, answer, rationale, and recommendation that I can. Again, this is... This is focused on new hunters, but this applies to all hunters, and it really applies to almost all firearms. So here we go. I contacted two of the largest firearm manufacturers in the nation. I'm not going to give their names, but if I called them, you would know them. Even if you were brand new to the game, chances are you would know them. I contacted them. And I asked them this question. I said, hey, I, I, play, I laid out the whole scenario. You know, the, the whole question from one side to the other side. And I said, you know, you guys make the guns, right? You have scientists in your facilities. You have, you know, um, scientific metallurgists. You, you have, you know, people that... They know metals and they know steels and tempering and tooling and physics and gunsmiths with 50 years of experience. And, you know, you guys do this for a living all day, every day. This is what you do. What do you say about your guns? The internet says all of this, but what do you say? Right, I asked them. I asked two firearms manufacturers, and you know what? I probably would have asked more if the answers that I got from both of them were not identical. And here's the answer that both of them gave me: identical answers. Are you ready for this? We have no recommended break-in procedures for our rifles or for our our firearms. We recommend no break-in procedures. No procedure is necessary. They said, and I quote, our rifles are accurate out of the box. No break-in procedure is necessary. And I thought, oh, this is, this is, uh, 
this is getting crazy. And I didn't tell them they were going to be on the record. Otherwise, I might quote which companies they were now. So I went, I looked at some manuals of, of guns that I had bought, rifles and shotguns, over the years. I started going through the manuals. You know, the manual that comes with it. How do you service the gun? How do you be safe? How do you take it apart? You know, what is the name of that little itty bitty tiny spring that fits inside the bigger spring behind the receiver group? I mean, what what is it? Uh, you know, I just went through them page by page, line by line. You know what I found for break-in procedure? When you get the new gun, clean it out to remove any, um, oh, any, what's the word, protective coatings from the factory, any gunk that might be in it to, that would keep it from rusting during shipping, and then use it. That was it. Remove the factory, any gunk, clean it after you get it, and then use it. And, and that's it. That's the full procedure. That's all they have. I mean, not just one or two. That's it. Rifles, handguns, shotguns. I was like, hmm. So I started looking into this. I looked further. I, I, I inquired to some gunsmiths that had serious experience. I mean, 40, 50 years of experience as gunsmiths. High-end stuff. And, and, of course, I got different opinions. But... It's interesting what the opinions were, right? So the gunsmiths that make high-end rifles, that make high-end barrels, that literally build custom guns, they have a complicated break-in procedure. The gunsmiths that aren't selling anything, on the other hand, they do service they fix firearms. They do whatever customers want them to do. They're, they don't have a product that they're selling other than their time and their expertise. They, they recommend no procedure. They, rec they say literally, uh, you know, there's nothing you can do with this complicated cleaning procedure that is going to change the inside of the barrel to help it or in any other way other than you could actually damage it and wear it out by overcleaning it. They said the barrel comes from the factory, whether it's, you know, hammer forged or button forged or whatever kind of rifling. That is hardened steel. That is, you know, high-end stuff. That is strong. He said those lands and those grooves, he said bullets are not changing those. They, you know, people talk about you know, there are um, micro burrs on the lands and the grooves. And, and the, you, you, you take a shot that knocks off some of the micro burrs. And then you have to go through the cleaning process to get the micro burrs out of the barrel. Because if there's a micro burr in the barrel, and that bullet will push that micro burr, burr against the sides of the barrel and could then cause scratching on the sides of the barrel. I mean, they're looking at you like, what are you, crazy? Do you not understand how guns and metal works? A bullet is made of copper. Co or the bullet's made of lead, usually coated in copper. Those are soft metals. Soft metals are, are not going to erode and tear away and smooth hard metals. They're, this whole concept of microburrs and stuff like that, they're, they're just like, you're out of your mind. This is not the way this thing works. 
This is not the way physics work. When, when these barrels come from the factory, I mean, they are exquisite. You know, a hundred years ago, they probably weren't as good. But one in particular said, hey, I've got this rifle from the, that was made in the 1930s. When I got it, I bought it for like, what do you think? He said something like $30 uh, several years back. Just the gun was a disaster. He said, you know what? Maybe I can clean it up. Maybe I can fix it. Maybe I can restore it back to life. And he did. And that gun shoots, you know, half inch groups at 100 yards. Now, he's a great shot, but he said, you, you think this barrel was broken in in 1930? You think anybody ever cared for this gun up until I got it? And just a, a pile of rusted garbage? He's like, no. That's just not the way this thing works. That's not the way this happens. People are trying to project all sorts of things onto steel and lead that just are not realistic. And all of this started, can trace its way back, best as I could tell, and best as the gunsmiths that I was talking to could tell, to the 1980s or so. Trace this way back to the 1980s when you started getting magazine articles getting published. And once the internet came around, this thing just exploded. You know, all of a sudden people who had been shooting for years were like, what? You're supposed to do what? And they're thinking, oh, I've been doing it wrong all this time. No, it's just called the internet went crazy. The gun manufacturers recommend no break-in procedure. Why? If it needed to be broken in, wouldn't they know? Wouldn't they? Shouldn't they be leading the charge? They, they, they just, they just quietly shrug, because it doesn't really benefit them to to be too vocal on the subject. Because everybody's angry and everybody has their opinion. If you ask them, they'll give you theirs. But there's no reason for them to to say much about it, because they'll get attacked. They're they're going to get attacked by one side or the other on this thing. So. You know, what it comes down, people say, well, you know, for super long range accuracy on high performance rifles, people that are elk hunting at 700 yards and stuff like that, you know, break in process is very important in order to get the maximum amount of accuracy out of your barrel. Guys, I'm going to tell you, I just don't believe a word of it. I do not. You know what matters a lot more? Than that one percent you think you're getting from this break-in process, you and your shooting ability, and then the ammo and the load that you're using, you are better off trying different ammos or making your own loads and working up the perfect load that it is the best match for that barrel, and and doing that and working on that and finding the best match to give you the best accuracy than any of this other nonsense. Because it's just nonsense. I mean, you know, if you gain 1% benefit at 600 yards, okay, great. To me, the uncertainty of that 1% and all the other variables in the universe, you'd never know it. You would never be able to tell. I couldn't find any research. I couldn't find anything that, that, that showed any truth to any of this. Now, the gun manufacturers, one of them did tell me that until you put a number of rounds through it, the gun will actually get dirtier faster until it gets enough rounds through it, which I thought was interesting. So a brand new gun 
they said was likely to, to hold more dirt, to hold more fouling, to need cleaned more often. But by more often, you know, every 30, 40, 50 rounds as opposed to every bullet. But they said shouldn't affect performance. And uh, But then, okay, so we let's move to the, the action side. Okay, we got to break in, you know, a barrel action. And people say, well, you know, an action will loosen up, handgun will loosen up after a number of rounds. And uh, it'll cycle better, it'll work better. You know, there could be some truth to that. Could be some truth. But that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to come from the factory working perfectly. People say, well, with a handgun, you really need to shoot 500 rounds for it, through it before you can uh, really expect it to perform right. 500 rounds? Why do you need to spend that kind of money on those kind of bullets every time you get a gun in order for it to start working right? Why, why, do, why do you need to do that for any gun for it to start working right? Here's what one gunsmith said who had, I think, 40 years of experience. He said, get a new gun, you clean it. Fill the magazine, go to the range. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, you call customer service and you tell them and they fix it. You don't have to shoot 500 rounds. If it starts jamming and it's clean... You, maybe you change ammos. Maybe you got a bad batch ammo. But if it doesn't fix it, you you take it back. You call customer service. It's supposed to work flawlessly. You know, people say the carry uh, concealed for defensive purposes. Well, I got to make sure I put 500 rounds through my handgun before uh, I can I can rely on it to cycle accurately. Guys, what happens after 500 rounds? What? And if, if it takes 500 rounds, well, well, does it happen after 499? Well, if it happens after 499, does it happen at 498? What, where did these numbers come from? Who invented these figures? Now, I think any gun that you get, you should put some ammo through it to get used to it, to get the feel for it, to learn how it shoots and how accurate it is and how you shoot it and find the right load you know you ought not just buy any gun and go use it for anything without testing it and practicing with it and making sure that it works because if it doesn't work you should send it back or you should try a couple different ammos just to make sure but so you know you need to get practice with a firearm but to say you need to shoot 500 rounds through it in order for it to be broken in or for it to work right if anything, that's a lie propagated by the ammo companies. But I don't think they're even that sophisticated. I, I think it's a lie propagated by the internet. A gun should work. If it doesn't work, send it back. And if a manufacturer tells you that, well, maybe you haven't broken it in, get exact specifications from them on what that means, what they recommend you to do for, quote, break-in, and then demand that they pay you to, for the for the ammunition or the supplies in order to break it in. Because if it wasn't in the manual, if it wasn't part of the sale, and they're saying before their product works, you have to pour $300 into it, they should supply that $300. No, it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. 
Handguns should cycle reliably. Now, people say, well, you know, it does loosen up after a little bit. It'll loosen up if you just work it with your hand for five minutes. That should be all you need to do. You shouldn't need to shoot it that many times. You just work the action of any gun with your hand for five minutes. If it's a bolt action or lever action. By the end of five minutes, those parts should be... You know, if, if they got the appropriate lubricant, they should be as good as they're going to be. People talk about, you know, well, the, the surfaces, they need to get used to sliding on each other. Guys, we're talking about hardened steel. They're not going to get used to sliding on each other. They should work immediately. If they don't work immediately, there's a problem. You should contact the manufacturer. This whole break-in thing, it is... It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm speaking to someone who has spent hours and hours and hundreds of dollars breaking in guns. Almost didn't want to buy a new gun because, oh, I got to go through the break-in process. Until I had this epiphany. I was like, you know what? And I can tell you honestly, I cannot say I have ever seen any difference breaking a gun in from inaccuracy and functionality and reliability and anything. I ha cannot say I have ever seen any difference even following the most outlandish draconian break-in procedures. I've not seen any difference in functionality and accuracy. It just... While I'm doing it, I'm sitting there going, I just don't feel like this is a good use of my time. You know, it could take half a day to quote break in a rifle and still depending on the procedure you follow could be too much it could take half a day and a whole bunch of money and why what are you gaining what are you gaining from this people say well it's going to be more if it is not accurate without this procedure the manufacturer should tell you so if you ask them they should tell you and you know what they said no break in procedures needed our guns are accurate out of the box accurate out of the box I was like that is the right answer and that's the way it should be and if that's not the way it is for you take it back I had to send a rifle back once I should probably do a whole ep a whole podcast on that story but I had to send a rifle back once because I got it and I tried I think five or six different kinds of ammo and I was getting like six inch groups with most of them four five six inch groups at 100 yards of some ammos i was getting six inch groups at 50 yards and just it no matter what i did it was a disaster and i i first i thought it was me right and i'm but i've got all these other rifles and i'm shooting the same way same technique and they're shooting exactly the way i want them to they're all around an inch at 100 yards which is about the the industry standard it's my personal standard of what i think is you should be aiming for and uh you know all right pick up this rifle all right i can shoot that one good pick up this rifle so i let other people shoot it right can they do better nope like all right so i've changed my technique i got a sled you know take the shooter out of the equation right no no benefit whatsoever did not help it and, you know, the magazine never quite fit right. And the barrel just never seemed to, to be floated the way it should be. And the front of the stock was a little bent. And just no matter how many bullets I shot or how many different ammos I tried, it just was never good. 
I mean, nothing about the, the whole gun was just the fit and finish wasn't good. There were things that were just had too much play. They were loose. The the magazine jammed, like I mentioned. The what really finally did it for me is the scope broke. Just shooting it. I mean, at first it came loose, so I fixed it, and then it just you know just pulled the trigger, and then all of a sudden the the inner planes inside the scope were just they moved and shifted, and there was it literally looked like. Uh, there were spots on the inside of the lens. So I was like, you know what? This entire gun is a disaster. And I've read their reviews, right? And the reviews, they're raving reviews. This is, gun is great. Everybody loves it. This, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I had had two other ones from the same company. Not that exact caliber, but two other similar rifles from the same company. They're the best ones I own. So I thought, okay, we'll get it in this caliber. So I wrote the company. I said, hey, Listen, uh, this is a disaster. I listed everything out. I said, here's what I'd like to do. I think this gun is a lemon. You shoot it. You tell me. I think it's a lemon. I'm sending it back. I would like to, to upgrade to the next level, and I'll just pay the difference. right? I don't, I don't even want another one. I just, let me upgrade to the next level. I'll pay the difference. And... Uh, you know, they got it back. They looked at it. They didn't ask one question. They said, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. And they replaced it without asking a single question. So I was like, you know what? That's the way it should be. That is exactly the way it ought to be. Got a gun, didn't perform, did my due diligence to make sure it wasn't me, had other people shoot, had all sorts of things. It's just a lemon. So I sent it back. They, they did not ask one question. I said, you know what? That's the way it ought to be. That's the way customer service should be. That's the way a company should stand beside their product. Um, but you know what? To 100, 200 round break-in procedure, I did everything. I followed everything, right? It did nothing. It had no effect at all. Um, and maybe I'm getting a little bit off, off topic at this point. But the bottom line is, Guns are tools. Tools serve you. You don't serve the tools. If you get a tool, could you imagine going to the store and buying, you know, a high-end crescent wrench? And them saying, okay, now you really have to tighten two or three hundred bolts with this wrench before it really works right. You'd look at them like they were crazy. If somebody tells you, well, you really need to take two, three hundred shots with this gun before it works right. You should look at them like they're crazy. That's the way this thing ought to be. It should work out the box. If it needs broken in, they should have broken in at the factory. It should work out of the box. And it should work well. And the only reason it should work better over time is because you get more used to it and you get better with it over time. That's the only reason anything should happen or change in that regard. It should work and it should work well, it should be accurate, it should be reliable, it should be effective. And if it takes more than one box of ammo to quote, quote break it in, then there's probably an issue. It's either an issue with the gun or it's an issue with the ammo. And I think it's worth doing your due diligence to try a few different ammos, a few brands, a few types, 
you know, some guns are picky. They're picky. I'm just being fair. Some guns are picky. You know, there are some, uh, you know, there's some 9mm handguns that, you know, 115 grain bullet, they just will not shoot well for anything. They will they will have a failure to load, extract, all kind of problems. Accuracy will be horrible. You put a 124 grain bullet in there, it doesn't matter what brand it is. It will be flawless. Why? You could get two guns of the same manufacturer and one could be one way, the other could be the other. They're, you've got tolerances. You know, Each gun is a little different. So it's worth doing some due diligence. Try a couple different ammos couple different bullet weights and you know see if that makes a difference now I, I don't think it should be that way but that's just the way that it is that's the world that we live in and even the highest end guns made by the highest end gunsmith ten thousand dollar rifles they create custom loads for them custom loads to get the highest level of accuracy the highest level of performance they might try 10, 15, with every single gun that they make, they might try 10, 15 different loads, different powder amounts, different bullet weights, different primers, different brass, until they find the combination that works perfectly with that particular gun. So, you know, if you have the highest level stuff doing that, you can be sure that the lower level stuff is going gonna, is gonna to follow suit. It's not going to be made to better tolerances. So, uh, you know, when in doubt, try the ammo, do some different stuff. But if a gun doesn't work well, contact the company. This break-in thing is, it is an internet-driven firestorm. Um, and you got people on the internet that, as their sources, are pointing back to magazine articles from the 90s and the 80s as, well, see, this is justification. Well, no. An article is not research. An article is an opinion. So if you're trying to back up in an opinion with another opinion, that does not justify anything. That does not create knowledge or information. Unless there is a research study, unless there is empirical research, unless you know you you've unless you are talking to scientists and specialists that work in this field, that understand these mechanics, you're just, you're just literally citing opinions with other opinions, which is, is nothing. It's nothing. It's just, it's more politics than anything else. So throw that out the window. If you can find some good research on the subject, send it to me. I'd like to see it. I am interested in that. I did not find anything, but maybe you've got something Love to hear from you. I mean, actual research. I mean, real research. You know, take somebody who who bought a new gun and you know bought ten new guns and or whatever, and they they did different levels of break in for each one of them, and then they tested the accuracy at different points in that gun's life cycle. Uh, you know, some kind of real research because I have not found anything to justify. All of it. it just seems like paranoia and fear. Fear that I might mess up my gun by using it as intended. No. No, it's just paranoia and fear. So head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes, other episodes, all kind of topics, stuff that is actually about hunting. 
This is sort of one of those in-between topics that you just have to cover at some point. But because, uh, you know, every hunter needs to know about it at one point or, or another. But head to the website, check stuff out. Leave me a comment. Send me an email. Send me a message on Facebook. Love to hear from you. Till next time, God bless you guys and go get them in the world.